Now you have your classroom situated, you're comfortable with the school, you're comfortable with your peers, and now you need to plan for the first week of school. I will throw out a bold statement out there. The first week of school might be the most important week of the entire school year. The way you start off the school really sets precedence for how the rest of the school year will go. Many people want to start off and, you know, start right away. Let's dig into the curriculum. Let's, you know, let's start uh, teaching right away. You know, what is all of this rule setting business? And I would like to argue that if you spend more time in the first four or five weeks of school establishing routines, establishing protocols, establishing expectations of the classrooms and building a classroom community, then the subsequent weeks will be very easy for you to instruct and students will gain a lot more with a well-organized and community-based expectations-led classroom. Now, how are you going to do that? You will work with your counterparts if you have other teachers teaching your same grade level. Or if you are the only teacher teaching that grade level, you will work with other teachers to set expectations for your classroom. And the reason I say you need to have a work with people is you need a common language. How so? Suppose there are language that you use in your classroom, like for example, to gain attention of your students, you raise your hand. And once they see you raise your hand, they raise their hand and they know at that time they need to stop talking and they need to pay attention. If that's only happening in your classroom and in every other classroom they're learning some other way to quiet down, it's almost like learning five different classroom languages versus if the entire team establishes one set of expectations or one set of norms, it will be easier for the students to know what to do because the language will be the same across classrooms, across teachers. So the first week of school really should be based on getting students to learn classroom norms practicing those norms. Practicing those norms should be done on the I do, we do, you do method. You will, so if you want students to come in a kindergarten classroom, you want students to come and sit in the front on the rug for shared reading. You can say, okay, everybody come and sit. They'll just come and sit. But if you even practice that, like how do they come? Which square are they gonna sit on? What is the proper position of them to sit? The first time you do it, you can model it for them. That's the I do. The second time you do it, we can have um, the we do. So a couple of students could come and model it. The last time, it's the you do. This, each student can come and model it. And if you set up these expectations for every single procedure in your classroom, it will be easy because the students will have ample time to practice. And while when instruction really starts, you don't have to stop to say, hey, that's not how you're supposed to sit. Or hey, push in the chairs. While all of that doesn't seem like it'll take a lot of time added together, that can use up a lot of instruction time. The next thing, is setting those classroom rules. You want the students to be part of it. In your head, you might have the rules you want the students to follow. But if you make it 
at the beginning of the school year where the students help you establish these classroom rules, then it becomes not your rules. It's not your classroom that you're imposing these rules on the students. It becomes our rules, the classroom rules. And therefore, students will feel more ownership to actually follow those rules. The last thing I'm gonna talk about today is establishing a classroom community. Students need to feel part of this is our classroom. This is my classroom. There are many ways to go about this. You may even name your classroom. I worked at a school where each classroom had a name of a different university. So a kindergartners could be uh, Michigan, representing the University of Michigan, or Chicago, representing the University of Chicago. That gives two benefits. One, they are part of that community. Two, we're teaching the students. That's our expectation for you. You are going to attend these universities one day. And then inside the classroom, you need to start off the school year with doing a lot of team building or doing morning meetings or closing procedures, you want the students to get to know each other, get to know each other, their likes, their dislikes. This way they could really belong. And when students feel like they belong to a place, they're less likely to misbehave. They're less likely to interrupt. They're less likely to feel um, out of place. And imagine you have students that feel part of a community with clear rules and expectations just during the few first weeks of school. Then you can start instructing and then the instruction will go a lot more smoothly because you have this set in place.